just waited a couple more seconds to for people. Oh, we already got nine people, huh? That's good. Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of Ask the Mentor. Uh, happy Tuesday night. It's a little snowy here in Massachusetts, but uh, we're surviving. So today we're going to talk about the, um, the elegant look of three. What does that mean? That means that we're going to talk about what elegant wants us to do um, for the use of neuro, their neurotoxin Botox. If you have any questions between now and then, please feel free to ask any questions. Um, I'm here. This is more of a conversation rather than a lecture. So uh, welcome, welcome everybody. Um, I see a, a few familiar faces, a couple of new faces. Um, please feel free to ask. So uh, that being said, elegant look of three. So let's start with a. We're gonna have a couple of slides. That is what the look of three looks like, according to Allergan. What is that? They suggest that you do 20 units on the forehead, 20 units on the crow's feet, and 20 units on the glabella. Now, they have over 5,200 publications that, that say that this is the correct way to do things. The most important thing we need to remember is that dose equals duration. The more dose, the more quantity, you inject, the more concentration, the more units you inject, the more that toxin is going to last. Um, this are, this, these are all the on-label indications from Allergan. Allergan is the only company that is FDA approved for all three areas, uh, forehead, glabella, and crow's feet. So let's carry on to the next one, please. Vanna White. So that is the pattern that um, that Allergan would like us to use. Now, I'm gonna pause a little bit because here in a, at the school, we kind of teach it a little bit um, differently. Uh, different pattern, different dosage, different concentrations. Why do we do that? And the reason why we do that, it's because remember, we, um, we teach people, novice people, they have never inject so the method that we've come up with that we feel is the safest and the, the most, uh, the easy one, the easiest one to learn on how to inject and get uh, better results. Remember, it's always safer or better to add because we cannot take out. So keep that in mind. When in doubt, be conservative. Um, now let's go into the um, next slide. That is the, the pattern that uh, we're only seeing half the face, but that's okay because the other half is the same. So that's no worries on that one. The pattern on the forehead. Remember, we use um, here at the school, we use the mid pupillary line. We draw a straight line, divide that forehead into two. We stay on the upper side of the forehead. If you go too low on the forehead, you're gonna cause that droopiness of the eyebrows, and we want to, we don't want to do that. So remember, the forehead, the frontalis muscle is the only elevator muscle of the forehead. So we need to be conservative. On that note, we at the school recommend you stay mid pupillary line. 
all the way up and middle of the forehead that will be your first injection site elegant is the same thing uh, you can actually go to the outer limbus um, we kind of switched the, the, the pictures a little bit but if you can go on the outer limbus that buys you about a millimeter or so two millimeters um, going a little more lateral that is going to prevent all these spock eyes um, the, the middle dots the more uh, central ones I use for reference the inner canthus. If you draw a line from the inner canthus all the way up to the middle of the forehead, that's going to mark your two dots up here. And the one in the middle of the forehead, it's right on the midline. Why is that one important? Here at the school, we don't teach that. Why is it important? Because some people do have, uh, or as you remember from your anatomy class, the forehead has two sheets of muscle, the frontalis, and sometimes that middle of the forehead does not have any any, any frontalis but on some people they do and I'm going to show you an example here on the next uh, slide that forehead um, see there's a lot of action right here in the middle so we definitely need that middle um, injection point uh, there's another one um, As you can see here, there isn't that much uh, uh, action on that forehead. So, Elegant still recommends you inject there, but we can be a little conservative there. Now, the amount of uh, units that we're going to place in every injection site, it's four units. Four units. That is what, if we use the reconstitution that Elegant indicates, which is 2.5 mLs per 100 units, for every tenth of a cc, 0.1 of a cc that will be equals four units so on your syringe you have to advance 0.1 um, tenth of the cc and then you will you will get those four units let's carry on to the next one the gobella as you know the gobella is pretty much uh, made up of two muscles the procerus and the corrugators the procerus being the middle of the in the middle of the between the eyebrows and, and that muscle it originates on the bone and inserts on the skin so this is a muscle that some people are more procerus dominant and some people are more corrugator dominant you have to analyze that remember this is all guidelines that we give you but um, always when you look at the patient that's how you need to uh, determine what you're going to do and how much you're going to use always do your um, do you want to keep that one for a second? Always do a, a, a good assessment. So the Procerus, right in the middle, we're going to put four units. The head of the corrugator that is going to be right above midline, uh, no sorry midline, but right on the inner canthus, right above the brow, we're going to inject another four units and also the tail of the corrugator, we're gonna put four units. But remember that the corrugator muscle, it's a muscle that it runs upward and diagonal. It goes from the bone to the skin. So you want the tail of the corrugator injected very, very superficial. Since the insertion of the corrugator is on the skin, you don't want it to go too deep. The other reason why you don't want it to go too deep, it's because you might hit the levator muscle that muscle that 
flow of air apparatus that uh, elevates your eyelid, your eyelid muscle. So you have to stay away from that. Um, that's going to be also a total of 20 units. So we have 20 units on the forehead, 20 units on the rubella, and then we're going to go onto the crow's feet. A real quick shout out to Wendy Diamond. She just joined us. Now, this, uh, the crow's feet. You might want to switch also. On the crow's feet, it's a, it's a very uh, simple mapping. We get the corner of the eye, we draw a line straight out, and we draw a line straight down, making a, a, a 90 degree angle there. Also, we can draw a line, make a 45 degree down and a 45 degree up, and now you can have a choice to either go your three upper injection sites or your three lower injection sites. As you can see, there is a, uh, they put a color that I've never met, uh, seen before, so I think it's a, a light blue, or what color would you say that is? Um, the best color. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so we can, we can go from the top, middle, bottom, or you can go middle, bottom, and all the way down. You can choose those three if you want to um, do your three injection sites at four units each. That's a, a total of 12 units per side times two sides, that's 24. And that right there, you'll have your 64 unit um, indication for Allergan. I'll repeat, 20 on the forehead, 20 on the glabella, and, tw and, and 24 on the crow's feet. Um, I don't know if you guys have any questions so far. Um, if you want to, um, you can put the, um, you can take the pictures out. So, um, Bada from Bada uh, List has joined us. Hello, good to see you. Um, I, have a, uh, I have a question here that what would happen if, if the corrugator is, after you inject the corrugator, you still have some action? Where should you uh, inject? Where should you touch up? Well, the corrugator is a, normally it's a short muscle and everywhere you see, uh, you will see that that muscle normally gets corrected with those injection sites that we uh, pointed out. Sometimes, sometimes, very few times, that corrugator runs a little bit too long. So we might have to extend and you might have to also um, add another injection site a little more lateral to that. Um, tail of the corrugator. Let's see, we have a how about the Wi Fi lines above the lateral route? <clears throat> okay, so she is talking about these little arches of commas or Wi Fi lines as they call it above the brows. If you, I never do those at, at first, I always stick to my pattern and I always treat those as a, as a touch up. Why is that? Once again, it's always easier to add because you can never take out or take away. So on the, on, on the two-week follow-up, what you need to do is you need to see where on that Wi-Fi line it's the strongest pull and you need to add a little bit of toxin. How much? I wouldn't do any more than two units, which is 0.05 at the 2.5 reconstitution. And that should take care of the problem. Anything more lateral 
or anything more of zero point uh, of two units, most likely will drop the tail of the uh, of the brow. So always use that as a touch up. Never, never, never as the first time unless the patient has come, and uh, and you know that that works for that patient. Um, so Claudia, Claudia from Claudia Aesthetics, has joined, and to see what. Any other, uh, any other questions that you might have, uh, please feel free. Once again, uh, this is for elegant uh, indication. Uh, you're welcome. This is uh, uh, the indication for elegant for Botox. They have, once again, over 52 publications that says, that shows what this pattern, how, what, how they, they've come up with this pattern, that this is the best, the best results that you will get. They're FDA approved for all three areas. That means that um, they have plenty of, uh, of, of uh, research for this. Um, another question, what, what would happen if you have a litosis? Unfortunately, that is something that, um, as Dr. Russo says, it's, only, it's a numbers game. That means that um, the more you do it, the more probabilities you have that you'll, you'll have that once in a It's happened to all of us. Um, uh, how, I'll, I'll get to you in just a second, Betty. But um, unfortunately, um, unfortunately and fortunately, your mistakes for, with neurotoxins, Botox, will only last three months. So nothing is forever in this, in this uh, with neurotoxin. That being said, um, you can, you can, you can use some uh, some eye drops, uh, obniques, it works fine, but <clears throat> but the best thing to do is just wait it out. Um, how to correct the creases on the upper eyelids after treating frontalis and glabella? Um, I believe that you're talking on if you're talking about the upper eyelids here, the, the creases up here on the upper lid, that is uh, treated with the pattern that I showed you. You do a line straight out, 45 degrees up, 45 degrees down and you put about four units on the, uh, up right up here on the, um, on the lid. You have to be careful because between treating the wrinkles and treating the tail of the brow, it's a very small distance, and if you're not careful enough, you might hit the levator. Um, what are your thoughts about Daxify? We will have a different, uh, as the mentor on Daxify, and we're gonna have a, a different one in, um, Evelis and this sport because we are we don't discriminate. So I I unfortunately for Daxi I don't have enough experience so I cannot say anything good or bad about them. It works. It works like any other toxin. Um, the longevity of it I cannot um, really say anything about that. Um, superficial depth. Remember uh, Betty all the injections around the eyelid. They're very, very superficial. Remember that once you pinch right here, you're pinching skin with fat, with muscle. Um, and there's really no fat, but it just goes straight from the skin to the muscle, to the orbicularis oculate muscle. So it's gonna be very superficial. Uh, how about some thoughts on intradermal injection to lateral corrugators since the muscle is attached to the skin in that location? Wonder if the litosis. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, the litosis, is related to a deeper 
injection on the tail of the corrugator and put in probably um, too much product. Uh, if you go too deep, you definitely that product is going to migrate down and it's going to it's going to hit the uh, the levator. Um, if you feel that that levator that corrugator is still uh, has some action, I recommend that you look at it and maybe most likely that it's a longer tail and you're going to have to go a little further out, and that should uh, take care of the problem. Do we have any more any more questions, Betty? Any anything else? I know I I think Betty's testing me more than anything, but uh, but nothing to worry about. Remember that the Perseus also is the one that if you frown, it's the one that that line across your eyes. That's the line that you you see that the more Perseus dominant. If you do this and you see that line. You might want to do a little more. It's okay to do four or eight or six units on the Perseus. They the Perseus can't handle that much volume. So, um, all right, Betty. I'm glad. I'm glad I, I could I could help you out. What what happens if you inject two lateral and the tail the tail of the brow drops? It's also um, it's not a common practice, but it happens. It happens when you, right off the bat, you, you do, you go a little very, or too lateral, that tail of the bridle is going to drop. Unfortunately, uh, there, there's a couple of things we can do. We can actually do a couple of injections and raise the tail of the brow, but only, only if there is some frontalis action. If there is no frontalis left, there's nothing we can do. But if not, uh, if there's a little bit of frontalis action, then we can inject right here, right on the most prominent side of the bone. We'll put about two and a half or two or four units, and that is going to help lift that tail of the brow. And that will help a little bit on that uh, uh, droopiness of the tail of the brow. All right, good, good, good. Any other questions, please bring them on. Um, how about jelly rolls? Jelly rolls, that's, uh, it, jelly roll, it's, it's the little, let's say a little muscle that it's around the, under the eye. That is also orbicular ocular muscle. I, I always, I say that every morning I wake up and I, I do 10 jelly rolls every morning. And, uh, but that's not something we're gonna talk about today. Um, we do offer that class here at the school and um, that, is, uh, that is an advanced technique. But, uh, but if you were to do it, I'm not gonna tell you how, but it's a very small amount of toxin. Uh, we're, we're here to talk about the allergen on label usage, which is the frontalis, the, the glabella, and, and the eyes, the, the crow's feet. Um, would you do a second row on the crow's feet? So, the crow's feet, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's caused with the orbicularis oculate muscle. It's a, it's a big muscle that goes around the eye. It's the sphincter muscle. We have three of those in our body, two in our face. Um, so sometimes when you inject too far out, there's another muscle 
that creates some wrinkling on the eyes. And that is the sagomaticus major muscle. Unfortunately, if you hit that muscle, then you're going to have a droopy side of the face. So what do I do? Because some people come back and say, hey, you know, um, you injected me and, and I still look the same. So what I do is I tell them to smile. Uh, I first take three pictures. One normal, not doing anything. The second picture, I tell them to smile, smile hard. And then as you can see, see all my lines? I, I've never had Botox, by the way, but it's, I think I should start. See these lines right here? On the other hand, if I just don't smile and close my eyes tight, you see that those lines are not all the way out as you saw a little bit ago. They just stay local. This is only orbicularis oculi uh, muscle action, whereas this is orbicularis oculi muscle plus sagomaticus major. So I don't recommend the second row. I do always, if, if anything, I will wait for a touch-up. Uh, Procero's injection, higher, lower, or the middle based on assessment. Always based on assessment, but I always use, remember, the origin of the Procero's, it's right here in the bone, dorsal part of the bone on the nose, right here. So my injection site, for the most part, it will be right in the middle of the eyebrows, right here. It's an injection, it's a semi-deep injection, um, about three-quarter depth of the needle, and you do your four units there. Uh, also, it's, it's a good question. It's always based on assessment, but as I said, what, what do you do? What do you do when, uh, when um, somebody comes in and tell you, they tell you that they just moved from Texas and they get their Botox every two and a half months, they don't want any movement at all. So now you can base an assessment because, <clears throat> excuse me, because if you do, then you're not going to see anything. So you need to go on your guidelines, on your landmarks that I showed you earlier, and that will be your best bet. Also, you might think about under-treating because they don't have enough movement. That's not a good idea either because in... When the old Botox wears off, then your the little bit that you injected, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be enough to hold the um, the movement. So they, remember, dose equals duration, and we want to keep the same dose um, for as long as we can. So uh, Grace, 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 full of uh, I thought it was Maria, full of Grace, but no. All right, Grace, good, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you you were able to uh, get something out of this. Um, well, time is flying out, huh? But, uh, but anything else? If you guys have anything else, I know, uh, I think we, we, lost, we lost a few soldiers, about two, but that's okay. Uh, we just gained one back. Um, let's see what we got. Um, would you inject on the upper eyelid? Once again, this is not something that we're going to talk about right now. But yes, sometimes we have to, especially when you have that that uh, the lit ptosis. Um, you want to inject right right above the eyelash, about one unit right above the eyelash on each side. One about one two uh, injection sites of one unit each, um, and that will help also with the. Uh, Eyelid ptosis. Um, 
I think that that's all I have. If you guys have any questions or any suggestions, I'd be more than happy to uh, do another live or even do some videos so you guys can see on your own. Uh, please feel free to uh, reach out to us and uh, come to the school.